a message from our sponsor to begin this video. You might take a look at this ordinary paperclip and say, wow, that is ordinary, but I'm here to tell you that this paperclip will exceed your expectations. Made from the finest extra galactic materials, trust me, you will want to get on this exclusive deal of one paperclip for only one dime. Since the metal of this paperclip is straight from the celestial equator, I can guarantee it will interact with any material on planet Earth. Examples include, but are not limited to, combustion, electrical manipulation, time warp, and applying anti-gravity properties on animate and inanimate objects. Side effects may apply. Good morning and welcome back to Thy Ranting by Thy Haley. Today we will be covering a topic that I take very dear to my heart and it is called women's suffrage. It has been a topic that a lot of people have talked about and a lot of people don't know about. So today I'm here to inform you about the history of what happened, how we are today, and how women changed the world more than men ever could in this century. If it is anybody does get offended or anything, that's not my problem, grow up and listen, women are better than men. Okay, now on to the episode. Thy women of thy past. In this segment, we're gonna be talking about the history of women. So to start, women had a lot of different jobs, but none of them involved really making a lot of money. A lot of women participated in house jobs and being the head of the household uh, alongside the man. So back then, the men used to bring in the money and then the women would clean the house and take care of the children and would mostly stay at home. Uh, they did not have a choice of what to do. A lot of people say that they could always go work jobs, but that was actually false. Uh, women would not get really hired at all, no matter if they applied or anything like that. And they would normally get yelled at by their husband if they even tried, uh, which I think is really dumb, but gotta love men. Um, so a lot of women, uh, were offered jobs um, in different types of industries as time went on, but how we got there was a little bit interesting. So Abigail Adams was um, the wife of John Adams, and she actually uh, talked to her husband uh, about when he was going to write uh, the laws for the country. She asked him to remember the ladies, and that is quoted from her. Uh, she wanted women to have more rights than the new American government. She didn't want women to be looked over, anything like that. She also played a big role in the whole part of women's suffrage. She basically pushed herself to become involved in politics and everything like that. And in the Declaration of Independence, Abigail Adams began to press the argument in letters to her husband that the creation of new form of government was an opportunity to make uh, equality and the legal status of women to, of men. So they wanted to, she wanted to be equal to men and this was her chance to prove to her husband. And that'll bring us to the end of the history segment and now we will move on to what women did to change the future. Thy woman who changed America more than men. <laughs> what did women do to run the men over and who dared to try and stop? To begin, this is a little bit of a touchy point, but I believe it's very uh, important what is about to be said. Um, a lot of movements that women did were actually retaliated against by a lot of men and some women. Um, in my own opinion, I feel as though 
you know, women shouldn't have to feel like they can't be something because their husband said it or a man tells them this or that or anything like that. And a lot of women back then felt that, like that too. So in 1866, a group of women organized a petition that demanded that women should have the same political rights as men and gathered over 1,500 signatures in support of the cause. The women took their petition to Henry Fawcett. Uh, yeah, totally. Henry Fawcett. Yeah, we're going to call him Henry because yeah. uh, the two M MPs who supported the universal suffrage. So they took it and they there is a picture I won't be able to show you, but it does have a bunch of signatures of women and a bunch of people who supported it. Um, a couple other things that happened that were pretty well known. Uh, a lot of women stated and wrote on signs in protest that the Declaration of Independence stated that all men were created equal. So they felt as though they were being attacked and that they didn't have the same rights as men. Uh, one person quoted, uh, we know better than to repeal our masculine systems. Uh, he believed women influenced society without political power. According to the, this popular viewpoint, women were supposed to morally influence their husbands and raise uh, righteous sons. So a lot of men just wanted their wives to be, you know, smart and stay at home and not do anything and have no life, which a lot of women didn't appreciate that. Another the big thing that led to um, women, you know, making their stance and everything like that was that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 actually was marked up by a woman and changed by a woman. And she changed all the details that say, um, like gender and sex, she changed it um, to say men and women. And, you know, including everybody that she could. She did not want anybody to feel left out. Sadly though, there was people that would oppose this, as I said earlier, they did not like that women would, you know, have more rights over men because, you know, men felt they had done more than women. Uh, so in 1911, there was a big uh, protest against women's suffrage, and it caused a lot of a lot of people to be upset. And now we will ask Professor Ball a couple questions. So in this uh, short summary, we are going to introduce uh, my professor, uh, Sam Ball. She is a businesswoman and she has her own business and she runs it all by herself with her husband. And she is a very successful woman and I will be asking her a couple questions. My first question to you, Professor Ball, would be how has being part of a business field, which is mostly toward, pushed towards men, uh, politically impacted you today? Hi, Haley. Thanks for having <laughs> of me. Course. I'm happy to be here. So as far as my, I have two businesses that I participate in, one that I'm an owner, one that I'm a business manager. So the first one is my rental company. Um, without a doubt, business in general has been more male dominated. Um, recently, actually, I listened to, uh, I was on CNN listening and they said 30% of women have actually left the workforce over the past year. They couldn't determine exactly why that is, but I suspect it's to, you know, stay home with their children because we have homeschool and COVID going on and mm -hmm. the stress of life of a woman really um, choosing to further her career and still be the head of the family, which means housekeeping, grocery shopping, cooking, rearing the children, which is a full-time job and also trying to push their career to its you know, limits as far as success goes. So 
Regarding my industries, um, landscape installation and the uh, real estate rental company that we own together, I couldn't do it without the success of um, you know all the people that help me. Um, I have a husband that supports my strong personality type. Yeah, supports my. Um, I guess I don't know. Very uh, energetic, dominant type personality. I'm a go-getter. Uh, we work really well together. I grew up with a father that treated us as people, not women. Mm. You know, not girls. Yeah. He had four daughters and a son and he treated us equally and he provided us with a great home environment and great work ethics you know and and that kind of bled over into me going into business so i grew up in a restaurant business i went to college for business it was never a question of going to college um, for anything else i just knew that's you know what i wanted um, i didn't think i'd ever get into teaching right no yeah <laughs> love it so much um, but as far as like the male dominated field, I guess I kind of look at myself like there are barriers um, mm -hmm. to my success because of that. But because I have chosen good people to surround myself with mm -hmm. and I've been fortunate to have a good family, I don't feel like I'm that statistic. Yeah, of okay? course. No, I so, agree. So that's kind of where, you know, yeah, there are definitely times where I'm like, wow, I'm in a male dominated field. I don't quite have a voice. Um, yeah. or I'm not as respected. Mm -hmm. uh, the assumption is I don't know what men know, but I'm not going to ever take that as my first position. I'm just going to go for what I need to go for, seek the advice and help, and not be that statistic. Yeah, so would you uh, say that if women didn't fight for the right to vote when they did and they stayed uh, voiceless in a sense, that you would be where you were today? Uh, I Yeah, 100%. So there's a lot to be said about that. So a vote, what does that mean? I think that it's very uh, philosophical. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just about the ability to actually physically go vote. Mm -hmm. It was about us as, us as women getting um, a little bit of power yeah, of to I be agree. who we want. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, so has bo uh, has voting been a, like, a big part of your life? Has it like... Like, do you feel as though if you, since you have the right to vote, that you have more say as a woman? I 100% believe that we all have more say mm -hmm. um, when we vote. When I was younger, honestly, I think the first time I, I could register to vote, I'm, I didn't. Um, I didn't do it until I got to college. Mm -hmm. And I had college professors, one being my economics professor, Mr. Bettino, who was like, you need to vote, your voice counts. Um, so, I mean, I don't ever feel like if, if I didn't vote, <laughs> I wasn't being a good, you know, yeah, citizen, no. but I do feel like it, it matters, like especially at the local level, because mm -hmm. at the local level, we can, we can direct politics and yeah. politics directs policy mm -hmm. and policy affects us as people. Of so 100% voting is extremely important as the older I get, uh, the more I participate. Of course. Uh, so the last question I will ask you today is, have you faced a lot of struggles in your field with politics? So you say, say if your husband wanted to, you know, vote for Trump and you wanted to vote for someone else, has it ever like been a struggle where men, you feel like men pressure you to vote for someone or anything like that? Well, so we live, um, you know, I live in Queensbury. It's a, it's a Republican town, right? I have yes. a supervisor <laughs> who's Republican. Um, I grew up in Glens Falls, who was notoriously a Democratic um, mm -hmm. city. Okay, um, I 
think, you know, as a person growing up in the environment that I grew up in, you know, my parents actually never talked about who was a Democrat and who was Republican in the household, yeah. but one was one and one the other was the other. They didn't sway our our views. Um, so they just tried to that, teach us. Yeah. yeah, they just tried to teach us how to be a good person. No, yeah. I think that's affected me. I see that with younger generations, it's even better. Um, this uh, lack of understanding for other people. And I agree with what you said. I yeah. think that we're people first. We're not genders. Oh, we're yeah. not races. It's not about our age necessarily. And I'd love for us to get to the point, um, which probably won't happen in my lifetime, <laughs> that we're just, we view each other as equals yeah. in society. Of okay? I, I totally agree with you. you know? But so, I think as, as far as, um, you know, the politics, as much as we all want to stay away from politics, they affect us and we cannot, mm -hmm. okay, we cannot stay away from them. No, and we should, we should involve ourselves and not at, to a point where we're angry mm -hmm. and violent. Of course. Well, I will thank you for your time. This has been very helpful. I think, like from your point of view, I think you give a very good representation of how women today are affected by how women in the past fought for everything that we have today. So I thank you so much for your time and thank you for answering my questions in my podcast. You're, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Of course. Thank you. Okay, so to wrap everything up, uh, I just want to say a couple things that I think are very crazy in today's world. Uh, the first thing is, is, we talked about Abigail Adams and how she basically was the biggest part of this movement starting. Started a lot and, you know, pushed everybody and pushed women in general. But I just want to compare it to our now Vice President. Um, she, she fought her way through and no matter, and she's even in a minority group and it's crazy to think that our world has changed so much from the women and Abigail Adams from back then. You know, we've hit a point in the world where it's starting to look up a little bit and we're starting to be more equal and we're starting to push each other and everything like that. And I also just want to give a big thank you to Professor Ball because she is an amazing teacher and an amazing woman and I congratulate her for her success all the time. Thank you guys and enjoy the rest of your time and I will see you on the next episode.